Hello, everybody. It's the Failing God podcast, and this episode is How I Failed God by Thinking People Could See Jesus in Me. Everybody, here with my good friend Paul. Shalom. Shalom, Paul. Glad to have you here with me. And today I'd like to talk a little bit about how I failed God and actually put myself through a lot of misery <laughs> by trying to live a life that would show Jesus to other people. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It was. Um, let me just say it was a yoke that I couldn't bear, and most other people couldn't either. Interesting. Now, the, I find it interesting because I've heard several times in my life that how important it is to live your life in the way that other people can see Jesus in you. So well, that's the way they know you're a Christian. Isn't that kind of the central thesis of being a Christian faith? Yes, it is. And that was <laughs> what really got me, you know, kind of rolling is because from almost any pulpit I would go to in any church, no matter what faith, um, they would talk about live your life in a way that people yeah. could see Jesus. I've heard in it a million you. times. Yeah, you may have even heard it in my last podcast <laughs> okay. where we talked about take time to be holy. And one of the verses was, take time to be holy like him that shall be thy friends in thy conduct, his likeness shall see. Well, so I really put myself under a lot of bondage because every interaction I had with anyone, I was constantly thinking, is that what Jesus would do? Is this oh. what Jesus would do? Would Jesus go to a movie? Would Jesus eat this? Would Jesus say what I'm saying right now? Or maybe Jesus wouldn't say anything. Or maybe I'm holding my tongue too long and I should be witnessing when I'm not. Everything was about how I could portray Jesus instead of living a life free in grace and letting myself be myself and trusting that God would do the rest. Mm. So it made it very difficult for me. and it sounds very difficult. Yeah, and, and, it, and if you really try to do it and really try to make sure you're trying to let other people see Jesus in you, you start questioning everything you do. And the problem with that is we all have our own filters, biases, history, what we've been told in church, um, you know, and, and there's you know thousands of versions of Christianity to tell you what Jesus would do or mm-hmm. how you should be acting. So... There's thousands of versions of thoughts on, like, what would Jesus be doing right now? So did you get into a, a pattern of you thought about this is what Jesus would do, and then other people would do it differently, and you thought, oh, they're doing it wrong, because that's doing not it. what Jesus would yeah, do. Yeah, and that's the other thing. When you think about it that long and that hard, and you're trying so hard, you can't help. You won't admit it to anyone, but you can't help but start thinking, I'm trying a little harder than everybody else around me. Uh-huh. And so you start elevating yourself a little bit because you're trying harder. Now, you know that humility is important, and it's all throughout the Bible and Proverbs, and that, you know, let a, a man take heed, um, you know, if he thinks he's something because he may fall. And so I, I, I would try to be humble, but you couldn't help but think, I'm working at this a little hard and everyone else You would brag about how humble you were compared to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would out-humble you. Right. So so it was a yoke that was hard to bear. And what's also interesting, what I discovered, is 
that you know when I the more I read this this really stuck out to me at one point. There's a uh, a verse in Matthew um, chapter 16, a few verses actually, and you know it says Jesus came to the coast of uh, Philippi and he asked his disciples who. Now, let's keep in context here. His disciples had been with him for quite a long time at this point, observing his behavior, his actions, his deeds. And Jesus came onto the shore there and said, Who do men say that I, the Son of God, am? Mm -hmm. And they said, Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say... Elias, the prophet, and others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And, you know, that's what actually a lot of other faiths attribute Jesus as. He's just a prophet, Mm -hmm. Um, one of the prophets, but not the main prophet, not the Son of God. So they kind of let him off the hook there. (laughs) Um, And so they they say that, you know, you're you're possibly John the Baptist, Elias, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then Jesus said unto them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered him, because Simon's always quick to try to impress and overachieve. Mm-hmm. Um, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus cut him off at his feet hmm. by saying, in verse 17, Matthew 16, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed art thou, Simon, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father, which is in heaven, i.e., you get no credit for observing this <laughs> and putting this together, and you didn't see me act in a way or say something that made you think I must be the Son of God. Matter of fact, you probably would deny me if you had a chance oh. that you even thought I was the Son of God. Yeah. But my Father revealed it to you. Now, that was revolutionary to me because what that told me was no matter who you are if you're jesus himself they're not going to see jesus in you unless the father reveals it to them spiritually so relax quit trying to let others see jesus in you because it's beyond your control it's beyond your control now that leaves a lot of questions though so if his disciples can even put together that he was the son of god then how would we even try to act like jesus yeah so or or reveal jesus yeah i should say so that's a good question so if his own disciples couldn't even see that jesus was jesus unless the heavenly father revealed it to them in their spirit and their spiritual mind then what's the whole point right Mm -hmm. um so here's the whole point is that it well let me back up it's not the whole point but it's a point <laughs> important okay. point here's a point that helped me so relax god's the only one's going to reveal and if they couldn't see jesus in the actual jesus mm-hmm. they're probably not going to see it in you unless the father reveals it so relax operate in grace and know that you can be yourself and you can live your life without worrying, am I doing the right thing, wrong thing, and just know that God will take care of the rest. Now, yeah. one of the tricks here is, though, if you truly understand and start to grasp what grace is, your flesh will say, so I can just do anything I want, and I guess I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Well, it also says don't use your freedom as an occasion for the flesh. Um, Paul said that because that would be the first thing your mind would say. You know, I've had many people that 
start to understand the grace of God, start talking to me and saying, once I, and this is actually a good sign to me because once they say, so you're telling me I can do anything I want Mm -hmm. and I'm still a Christian. And that's a good sign to me because it means to me they're they're really thinking through it. They're really thinking through it and they're starting to get it. Mm But my very wise pastor, Velma Aston would say to them when they got to that point, so you're telling me I can do anything I want. She would say, well, what is it you're wanting to do? Right. Which I thought was brilliant. Right. And of course, they'd be like, well, no, I'm not nothing at all. I'm just, I just can't believe you'd say that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is you can, but don't use it as an occasion for the flesh. You're made free in your spirit. Your flesh was crucified on the cross with Christ. It is not free. And the only satisfaction it will ever find is when it breathes its last breath. Then it will be finally satisfied. But it is not free. And now it's being gifted to God. It's being blessed by God. You, 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 you know, it helps you find job, food. He takes care of your flesh. But it is not inheriting the kingdom of God. Your spirit is. Your soul is. And therefore, you shouldn't use your freedom as an occasion for the flesh and here's the you know kind of a twist to it those that are weaker in understanding the faith may be trying harder to live a certain way to show jesus or to do certain things taste not touch not handle not which are all a showing of good intention but what they ultimately are are will worship Hmm. and it states that right in the bible what you're doing is worshiping your own will's ability to say no Mm-hmm. Taste not, touch not, handle not. You're not worshiping God, and you're building your own ego up. So if you truly realize you're free, you can relax, let God take the re- care of the rest, but don't use this freedom as an occasion for the flesh to say, I'm just going to do whatever I want whenever I want. So as long as you don't offend other people, that's really all you have to do in life. You don't have to do anything else as far as... Um, as far as living grace, 